This episode is brought to you by 21 Kicks Journals, the journals you'll actually finish. Research shows that actively doing something for 21 days in a row will change your brain. Our uniquely designed 21-day journals will grow you on a deeper level, help you increase your odds of achieving your goals, and, not to mention, they're fun and beautifully designed. Head to the 21 Kicks Etsy shop today to explore your journaling options. We'll link it in the show notes. Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. All right, so episode 135, we are in the middle I guess, like, technically, we've passed the threshold of halfway through the book of Gangster Prayer. Today we're focusing on chapters 9 and 10. Yes, Gangster Prayer by Autumn Miles. Uh, The title could be misleading. If you missed it, go check out the first episode. But don't let it hold you back. Gangsters are committed to crime. Just imagine if you were that committed to your prayer life. Boom. Okay. That's all you need to know. So here we go. All right. Chapter 9 is titled Submissive. Not arrogant. Fight the lie. God says no to my prayers because he is angry and punishing me. I have actually heard that very recently. Oh yeah, tell me more. This summer, um, we were in a Bible study. Me, myself, and I. No. <laughs> I was in a Bible study But we, I mean, others. myself. I was just reading the Bible. <laughs> I asked myself questions to have some interesting dialogue. <laughs> we're really fun. <laughs> Anywho... There's a question regarding, like, how do you differentiate between God and Jesus? Because there's the whole, like, Jesus played a role, God is who he is, but then there's the Trinity. So it was a deep question. Okay. Um, So I'm not saying it's always an easy answer, Mm -hmm. but somebody's answer, and I don't mean this condescendingly, but here's what they said. They said, God is, like, the punisher and the disciplinarian, and Jesus is, like... The good guy. Like, good cop, bad cop. And in my head, I was, like, very sad. Is that in the book of Hesitations? (laughs) I get that joke. (laughs) There's not a book of Hesitations in case it hasn't clicked yet. Uh, I'm not saying that happened to me the first time I heard the joke. (laughs) No, but I think that depending on um, your experience with church and maybe your lack of reading or being in the Bible... um, those two can compound and definitely give you that insight. Uh, you know, when you hear the scary stories from the Bible of, you know, convert or burn in hell and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could definitely see where that could be actually a common thought mm-hmm. and feeling amongst people. If y'all don't know Tara Lee Cobble, guys, go listen to episode 81, Have Your Mind Blown. She is the author, founder, all the things of the Bible recap. And after ever, and we've talked about this in a previous episode in this series, after she reads anything in the Bible, she has something called the God shot, like a snapshot of who God's character is. 
in that certain passage. So it's like it's his power or his strength or his um, he's such a good gift giver, things like that. So I would really encourage you, we would really encourage you to go and listen to the Bible Recap. It's free. You can listen to it for $0. It's a podcast that airs every day, and it recaps what you read in Scripture. So that would be a recommendation that we have. For sure. Ultimately, um, the common theme or trend across individuals that I've met that feel or believe this way have not actually read the Bible for themselves. Yes. So You're just um, told secondhand. Like you got a secondhand story when you got the, the original in front of you. Yeah. So uh, the Bible recap is great. We're also fans of the Daily Audio Bible. Um, so don't let your fear of reading the complicated words or places in scripture that you can't pronounce and trying to understand it all. Those are both great resources that are valid, biblically based, and can help get you there. We also like our church, mm-hmm. which has an online campus. So yeah. if you maybe want to check out a different church home, you can find Sea Life online on YouTube, yeah. I think, is where they post a lot. Another resource that we really like is the Bible Project. So if you see life in movies or when you read something, you see a visual, it's really great, especially if you are learning English for the first time or you need help with what you're, you're reading, your comprehension there. Bible Project is like a video that plays, and as he reads and recaps what's happening in the story, put, pictures are being drawn. So it's like a comic book or graphic novel if you're into it. I love it. It's also good for, like, big picture. Mm-hmm. So if you get lost in... I always think it's cool when people can pull so much out of, like, one or two lines yeah, of scripture. Yeah. But if you're more of, like, the bigger per- picture person, like, you got to see the bigger picture... I can't say that today. <laughs> if you need to see the bigger picture first in order to then get into the details that's also a really great place to start for sure so again this is about being submissive and not arrogant this uh this prayer or this section talks about um, the prayer that presses us she gives a very emotional story again your eyes are going to sweat in this book for all the right reasons so we're going to link it but she talks about how there are certain times in life where you're pray like you're pressed to the point of you have nowhere else to go but God, which again, we should be going there first, but you know, sometimes we get it wrong because we're human beings. <laughs> yes. And being human beings, Stop it. it's easy to think that God hasn't answered my prayer. Maybe he's punishing me mm-hmm. um, or he's angry at me because he either hasn't answered it on your timeline or he hasn't answered it at all. It seems so. Um, again, I don't think that that's what God would want to convey to you. So it's probably from the enemy. So just check that. That's the mean guy. Okay. If anybody's mean, it's him, not God. I like how she, um, you're going to have to pronounce that. Gethsemane. Yeah. Jacob can say it too. Uh, Daily audio Bible app. Many people (laughs) must be able to say it, but the location is called. Gethsemane. And it's where Jesus prayed before he was taken to be crucified. And I didn't know this, but did you know that that uh, translates to, like, uh, oil from an olive, right? Being yeah, pressed. an oil press, yeah. There. Okay, I was going to say an oil press, but it doesn't have the word olive. <laughs> Speaking of which, who doesn't love Olive Garden? Okay, back <laughs> on topic. Anywho, um, I think 
something I've admired about people in faith. Like, if there's been role models or people I've looked up to or admired, there are people that, like, had gone through some really tough stuff and came out the other side with their faith. Yes. Um, And even a stronger faith. Mm -hmm. And from the outside looking in, you might ask, well, doesn't this go against what you believe? But they've just experienced God in a way that you might not understand having not gone through. Something that presses you or crushes you like life often does. Yeah. Like that is your only hope. I think, uh, I think times we, um, trauma happens or life happens to us, those trials that the Bible talks about how we're going to experience. That is, remember, if you're a believer on this side of heaven, your job is to become more like Jesus every day. And that's sanctification. So sometimes we go through stuff to where we can become more like Jesus. We lean more on Jesus and we realize that he's the one that's going to get us through it. It's not our own strength or the strength of community. Community's great, but that does not replace the strength of Jesus. Yes, she doesn't mention this, but in my own experiences where I've wanted to point the finger at God, I have to remind myself, but what role did I play in getting myself into this situation? (laughs) Or um, recognizing that evil does exist in the world. But something that's come up in a lot of interviews and comes up in our church a lot is that God doesn't waste a hurt. Right. God doesn't waste a hurt. So, um, you know, that whole intentionality, God is going to hurt you. I like the, I, I prefer the idea that he doesn't waste a hurt. Yes. And in the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, he goes off with three other guys. He has Peter, James, and John come with him. So, remember, there's 12 disciples, and three of them, he was like, hey, can you guys just come be with me? And I think she makes, Autumn makes a great point of, you need your, you need your community. You need those, who are your three people that you can call and be like, hey, right now, will you stop and pray for me? Yeah, she even says that Satan will tempt you to keep your circumstances to yourself. For sure. Right, so Jesus is like, hey, can you guys just come with me, and can y'all just pray? And there are some times where you need people to intercede on your behalf. And there is power in prayer. Again, that's what this whole book is about. But man, I got to say, if you haven't had someone pray over you, it is the coolest feeling ever. Or just knowing, like, I can call you, Farron, at any point and be like, hey, can you pray for me for this specific thing? Or, hey, I can't give a lot of details right now, but can you just pray, like, kind of in this ballpark area and then work on it from there. Because sometimes it's not my story to tell, but I still feel the weight of it, maybe. And so I know that that has helped me a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Something she pointed out that stuck out to me in my response to tough situations is you find other ways to pacify yourself. Yeah. So instead of praying, do you pick up your phone to scroll social media? Mm-hmm. Instead of praying, do you go and drink maybe more than you should? Mm-hmm. Um, or hop on the video games? Um, right. I'm not a gamer. Just so Tetris. Brene Brown calls that numbing. And we yeah. did um, an episode, a mini-series with her, episodes 28 through 38, and we dive into all of that and how that can look. So hop back over there. That is beyond our 100 episodes, Mark, so it's not going to show up on Apple Podcasts. You're going to have to go to our website, so we'll link that mini-series for you in the show notes, so make sure you click the show notes, scroll to where it says Daring Greatly mini-series, and you can click on that and get all of those episodes as well. So as Jesus goes, he brings those three guys, hey, please pray on my behalf. He even then goes further into the garden and prays alone. So I think 
it's cool that he's demonstrating all the different ways that you can pray, and there's <laughs> those are all good and right ways to pray, too. Yeah. And, I mean, if Jesus asked people to pray with him, we all know he Jesus. didn't need he didn't The Son need of God did, too. Yeah. Didn't need to, but in human form, he demonstrated a lot of things that we can take and apply to our lives. Yeah, I really like the modeling and how it's like, if you were confused on how to pray, you can pray with a group, you can pray with a small group, you can pray by yourself. There are a bunch of ways this can look. And we talked about intercession a bit last episode, but there are times where you're beat down. You can't pray one more time. Um, You're ready to give up. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely when you want to have a community around you uh, so they can intercede, which means they take up the praying on your behalf. So passing that baton for a second, get some rest, and get back up on that horse. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so this this part of of the chapter, she talks about boldly pray for a yes, but humbly surrender to the no. Uh, Lisa's episode is a perfect example of this. So go back to one episode 127. This is, I would say her story is a fabulous example of how she is boldly praying for healing and for her husband to be saved. And she gets a no. But that doesn't mean God's not there. Like, he's all, he's all up in that. And Autumn talks about how just because it means no, like, this one little answer is a no, there is a much bigger, better yes that is coming. Mm-hmm. I I definitely think it's important if we haven't made it clear yet that we understand that there is significant life altering, terrible trauma and grief that um, people experience and undergo, and uh, especially if you're in the thick of it, there's not a lot that can bring you comfort except God and Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I know we're saying that from a point at this time of this recording where we are not currently going through such trials. Uh, But we recognize that. But for other people um, that might be still struggling, maybe with uh, infertility, which can feel like grief if you've experienced miscarriage or, you know, the loss of the dream of of having a kid, you can experience grief with that. But there's still applicable um, information in this chapter, too, for people who are not going through that at the moment. Yeah, and maybe... Oh, I'm sorry. No, we just want to encourage you that if you are going through something like that, we recognize that, and we don't write it off as easy or get over yourself. And if you're not in the valley, maybe you should be interceding for someone. Mm -hmm. So if you're not in the valley, one of your friends is. So even if they're not saying anything, maybe this is a good time, or, hey, this may be the Holy Spirit prompting you through us, through this episode, to, hey, why don't you call that friend and just check in. And you can say, like, hey, is there a way I can pray for you? Or you can say, you've been on my heart lately, if there's anything going on, or if I can buy you a coffee, or whatever. You don't have to point blank ask them. That's just my personality. (laughs) Aaron, what's wrong? (laughs) Jesus told me something's wrong. Tell me. (laughs) But it could look like, hey, you want to go get dinner sometime? And then that could turn into a much deeper conversation. But the last point before we go to the questions at the end of this chapter, which we love... Um, I think if you're in a lighter situation, still means a lot to you. But sometimes when you submit to God's way, it actually goes better than if it had gone your way. Mm -hmm. And so, again, I'm not relating that, so to speak, to terrible grief and loss. But other situations, maybe a job opportunity, maybe um, you thought 
you'd met the one and it wasn't the one or Mm -hmm. you're hoping to make a move and it's not happening. So that's where I would check your posture. God Mm -hmm. does want to answer your prayers, but he also wants to protect you and do what's best for you as well. So, and you may not even see the other side of that. Mm -hmm. So you're not always guaranteed to know all the answers or all the moving parts that may have been. So someone else can step into their purpose that God is calling them to. Like if you got passed on the promotion and someone else got it, that's part of God's plan. So we don't know the other moving parts there, and you just have to trust that that is God's plan. Yep, and as always, she referenced scripture. So in James 4, 6, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And she even talks about, you know, praying prostrate. Prostrate. Okay. <laughs> don't say <laughs> The other part's a, a, a man part. <laughs> That's why I stopped laying on laying down flat on your face. Yes, and so anywho, <laughs> uh, that's why, guys, you should have seen it. I started to say it and raised my eyebrows, and she just less editing for later, right? Got <laughs> <Put> your back. <laughs> Stop it! Oh my goodness! All right, so challenge to change. You did that on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. Okay. Challenge to change. Which one's jumping out at you today? Oh, remember, refresher, in case you didn't know what challenge to change is, she has this as the last section before she moves on to the next chapter, and it's very targeted, specific questions to ask yourself or your community group or your spouse or your friend or whoever you're reading this with to dive a little bit deeper. Okay, guys, one more thing. We will get to the questions, I promise, but I just keep finding my notes in in the book. If you haven't got your copy of the book, please get get your hands on it. She has a lot more insight, great stories to illustrate her points. Um, We're just highlighting our favorites. So uh, before the challenge to change, she points out that God's answer to Jesus was no. Mm -hmm. So again, the prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yes. Jesus prayed. He did all the quote-unquote right things Mm -hmm. in prayer. And by the way, he's Jesus. Yeah. And God said no. (laughs) But Jesus obeyed, mm-hmm. and the outcome was significantly better because he was able to die for our sins and rose again and fulfilled all the prophecies and all that. So, again, if God's going to tell Jesus no, I mean... You're probably going to get told no, too. You're probably going to get a no <laughs> or two or a hundred. But, again, it worked out better for Jesus and the rest of us yeah. on the other side. So, anyways, Bless up. that's supposed to be encouragement. <laughs> Again, the other side of heaven, or the other side of this place, right? So Absolutely. Okay. okay. Challenge to change. They've been waiting. Okay, which one did you pick? Mm, okay, what has happened to your prayer life in response to God's no's? So were you, was there a time in your life where you're like, woo, dodge the bullet? I feel like we've mentioned Many. it before, <laughs> but when it starts feeling like a no, like I just know that it's a no, I start praying for a change in my heart. Yes, because yes. I don't, I don't want to be angry at God. I don't want to be, you know, lost in that sorrow. Mm-hmm. And then I look back later, like, why did I wallow for so long? Yeah, you missed so much doing that. Well, mm-hmm. and because, like, it, in the episode with Paul, where he talks about if it isn't good, it isn't over yet. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I could just remember that and have that mantra. Mm-hmm. So I think I, when I start kind of just knowing it's a no. I immediately start praying for God to change my heart. So that mm-hmm. way I'm not then looking back and disappointed in how much time was spent in not productive ways. Yeah, that's good. Okay, 
What about you? Do you have an answer to that one, or shall I ask you another? Boys. Boys? (laughs) Yeah, like, you think it's the one, and then whatever happens, and then you're like, I thought he was the one, and then later you're like, oh, wow. Praise. Nothing against those other people. That just would not have been a good matchup for me later on. Absolutely. Like I've mentioned before, Morgan is the greatest hype man I've ever known, so... He, I was telling him today, I was like, uh, I think I bragged on you a couple times this week about how you're just such a good hype man and people just need to call you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so y'all, if you need a pep talk, what if I just put his number on the show notes? Oh my God. He would hate it because he always answers his phone because he, that's part of his job is to always he answer. He <laughs> could make a living being a hype man. He really could. Okay. I won't really do that, but. Man, he could have his own podcast and we, yeah. We won't even tell him. Just start recording. <laughs> Just start recording his hype man talks. Okay. All right. I got it. Okay. Here's the one I picked for us. Okay. Look into your prayer life, your own heart. Is there bitterness, confusion, anger that is present because of a past? No. Address these feelings and surrender them to the Lord. So, is there one that linger? either in the past lingered or mm-hmm. still lingers sometimes to this day. Well, we've talked we've talked on many episodes dealing with anger issues due to trauma or due to whatever and I couldn't get past a hurdle for so long and then finally my community, my book study group they were like, mm, this is beyond our skill set. At this point with this information you're giving us, we need to do this this this." which was a big part of it was going and seeing a counselor and working through all of that. So all up until that point, I had had this inner struggle of why can't I get past this? This is affecting multiple pockets of life. Why can't I just move forward and press on through it? So I think that that was a great part of my life was going through all the counseling. And now here we are. Did that even answer the question? It absolutely (laughs) did. Yeah. I think one that comes up, that I struggle with is just people battling terminal illnesses and even kids battling terminal illnesses Mm -hmm. and you know different times I'll follow a story and then it's like they they passed away and so that's hard Mm -hmm. for sure that's when it's like but why yeah well and uh we have plenty of people in our church who have shared their story mm-hmm. about their child dying mm-hmm. and all the things that have come forth because of that and they're leveraging the hurt and the and the whatever the pain they're le- leveraging all of that to point it back to God. Yep. So those are the ones that are tough and whatever make things come to the surface mm-hmm. that I have to work through. But yeah, for sure. Anyhow, Again, we'll have lots of answers once we get to heaven, but we don't have, we're not privy to that information yet. Okay, so it happened again. Tell me. My oldest, she wanted to spend money on things, and they, this one thing was a dollar, and this other thing was a dollar. Mm, what are you going to do, girl? And I said, Tori, do what you want. And she's like, but I need to know what you want me to do. And I was like, oh no, wait, wait a second. And so then... I was like, what do you mean you need me to know? And she's like, you just know so much, and you always help me make the right decision. And Never I was forget like, that. Can you say that again? <laughs> and I'll hit record. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, then I realized, wow, she's pretty serious. I shouldn't make fun of this. So <laughs> we talked through it, and she made her choice. But uh, And it was what she wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, all that to say. I really like I'm the smartest. Yeah, you are. We all knew that. <laughs> 
summa cum laude, right? I don't remember. I think you were. I think you were the highest honors at our prestigious no. school. I missed the highest one by like a tenth. You were magna cum laude. Yeah. I was just, just cum magna. laude. Oh. I'm not going to say what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. It's fine when you say it out loud, but when you write it, it's not right. Okay. Anyway. Pro. <laughs> so I really, I really, this is a terrible segue. segue. <laughs> chapter 10. <laughs> but I do like how chapter 9 was when you pray so hard and still get a no. And then the next chapter is when you pray so hard and you get the yes. yes. So I like how those two are coupled together. Chapter 10. Persistent, not faltering. Fight the lie. I shouldn't have to keep praying for the same thing. God should have heard me the first time. Ooh, it hurts my soul. <laughs> I just got this, like, vision uh-huh. of one of my kids who shall remain nameless. God, I feel like I use her only in negative situations. <laughs> She's really sweet. Saying, get me a drink. Oh, snap. And I do, like, the exorcist head turn. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see it. Excuse you. So then God rests his hand on my shoulder a second. And all I get out is, what? (laughs) And it's not like a, huh? It's the, what? Yes, exactly. And she goes, well, I asked you like seven times. Well, I've been in my bathroom like getting ready. And the first thing I walk out to her is Mm -hmm. saying whatever. So anyways. Number one, get your water yourself. He, why should I keep praying? He should have heard me the first time. So Brianna is obvious. <laughs> Dang it. Is that her name? <laughs> she is obviously like. I'm not taking it out. I said it nice the first three or four times. Uh-huh. Am I still supposed to say it mm-hmm. nice the seventh time? And God would say, yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, whatever. We know for a fact that God hears every prayer. He does, even if he's in the bathroom getting ready. <laughs> Jesus was a person, so I'm just trying to fully man, fully God. What would Jesus do? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so again, this chapter is about being persistent. I like the story that she gives in the Bible of the widow who goes to the judge every single day with the same request. And this judge, he wasn't even a good guy. He didn't even like Jesus. Did not care. But because he changed his mind to yes, it's because she kept bothering him. And he's like, "This woman's gonna keep bothering me forever." But this is not. The point of this story is that's not how God's responding. That's how an unjust judge responded, and he said yes. So how much more is your God want to give going to want to give you good gifts? And he he's God. Mm-hmm. And throughout the book, she's talked about uh, Ephesians six, putting on the armor of God, and then she gives you the next verse thirteen, where um, after having done so, putting on the armor of God. Uh, it says, having done all to stand firm. And so she also brings up this idea of being persistent. And Marion Webster says, persistent means continuing to do something or try to do something, even though it is difficult or other people want you to stop. Slash Satan. Yes. People slash Satan. Mm. <laughs> people not trying to help you fulfill God's will. <laughs> yes. Again, these these two chapters back to back, it's just the question one might have is, when do I know it's a closed door or when do I know I'm supposed to kick the door in? Like, how do I know that? 
how do I distinguish that? So what would you say to that, Farron? Good thing I just saw the answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Divine intervention. No, I was uh, going through and looking at the different notes I've made in the book, and it. she says, here's what you need to do. You need to silence every human character trait that may influence you to not believe in what God has told you to do. Mm. So, Like selfishness. Is yeah. this decision, are you wanting, are you praying this because it's something you want? Or are you trying to manipulate the situation? That's what you mean. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to focus on something, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to focus on your humanness, then she says instead focus on the character of God. So not human traits, but the traits of God. And the way you do this is most easily done by getting into the word of God alone, right? So God has given us the power of the Holy Spirit, which uh, can speak to us through scripture. So um, she's said before, too, talking about confirming what God's called her to do through scripture. We talked about that last episode yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I like how you explained that. Thank you, Perrin. Thank you, book. Autumn, Miles, <laughs> Slash author. also Jesus. <laughs> Everybody that helped me get to this point. <laughs> That's going to be in my acceptance speech someday. Perfect. Yeah. I think one point that's important to drive home, and we've, again, this comes up constantly, but I think we need constant reminders. For sure. (laughs) I know I do. We don't remember everything. Brooke gives me all the reminders. (laughs) 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 But the idea of giving up too soon. So last episode, I did challenge you that if your only reason for quitting praying for what you're praying for is time, it's taking too mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. Then I challenged you to keep up with it. That doesn't seem like, I mean, it's exhausting and daunting and definitely feeling discouraged. But if you step back and say, wait, my only reason I'm going to stop praying for this is because it's not happening fast enough. Mm-hmm. Again, that's not from God. It's from Satan. He wants you to stop praying. And the thing about Satan's lies is there's a little bit of truth. So when he says it's been a long time, it probably has been a long time. Relatively to your situation. Exactly. But you don't know what God's working. And we even said last time about like the walls of Jericho. What mm-hmm. if they would have stopped at six instead of seven and then the walls wouldn't have fallen and all the awesome things. So um, being persistent, I think, well, I do believe, pays off in the end, even mm-hmm. if you don't know when that end is coming. Some other excuses, we're just going to call it what it is, uh, ouch to myself, it's it's too difficult or you're weary or you're tired. Like if you're in the valley and you've prayed for this thing over and over and over and you're exhausted, we just talked about intercession. So maybe look into that. Sometimes you just, you just need people to rally. So you can just, uh, for me, um, Sometimes when I get like this, I get other people to pray for me, and I just turn on worship music, and I just listen to the the lyrics, and what's cool, so this happened maybe two days ago, yesterday, there was a time, a moment where I was praying for this thing that I've been praying for for a long time, and I was mentally exhausted, and so I just put on Pandora, I I think I had, like, it's Bethel, worship, whatever, but Pandora just populates songs for you. And so the first two songs, I was like, okay, whatever songs God wants me to hear, that's what I'm going to hear, and that's what I'm going to focus on. The first two songs were about the goodness of God. And then um, it was one about Psalm 46, I think. And then it was one about like how God gives us courage and makes us brave. And then the last song before I got to my destination was Raise a Hallelujah. 
So I was like, wow, that was like the exact perfect curated <laughs> list that I needed to hear about to like walk into this place. So maybe give that a try. Worked for me. Mm-hmm. I like how she says in here, because I find myself doing this. Like, okay, I maybe it's like when I'm waiting for Jacob to get home and I'm trying to not call and bother him. Yes. And so I'm like, okay. If I don't hear from him in 10 minutes, then I'll call him. Yes. Oh, I do that all the time. Like, I got to give myself, and it's like me trying to rationalize and not be irrational. Yes. Like, I'm going to wait. Yeah. Or I'm watching my kid do something, and I'm like, I'm going to see if they stop on their own. And Mm -hmm. so when they get to this point, then I'm going to. Then I'll have to step in. I'll have to let them know what's up. Yeah. (laughs) So I think sometimes we can bring this into our prayer life and say, okay, you know what? I will pray about this for six more months. And if this doesn't happen within six months. Moving on to the next thing. Or, mm-hmm. So she talks about if you, I mean, not directly, maybe directly. This is how I interpreted it. She, her suggestion or not suggestion was <laughs> decide that you're going to pray until it comes true. Yeah. That's that's when you can stop praying. Until it, it, until it happens or until there's a better yes. Yeah. And, you know, again, God changes your heart or your circumstances, and you're like, yo, you know, I thought I wanted that, but actually, now that I see this, this mm-hmm. is actually what I yeah. want. <laughs> I really like that. So just pray until the situation changes, or until your heart changes, or until, yeah, I like that. And then the other piece, too, is instead of being discouraged about not having received it yet, if you are more terrified at the idea of, stopping praying too soon and missing out on what you've been praying for for this long Mm -hmm. so um keep going because you'd hate to have just missed it Mm -hmm. and also if you know that that it's a promise from god like you've confirmed that then you can already start thanking him for that thank you god for letting this happen this is helpful in these ways and just show gratitude there so that's very interesting so i one of my Friends' moms, I was just waiting and waiting for grandbabies for a long time. And instead, so she just had a little mindset shift of instead of just praying for grandbabies, I'm going to just thank God for already for the grandbabies I already know I'm going to have. And then not too much long after that, both her girls got pregnant at the same time. How cool is that? Pretty awesome. Back to what she said, like prayers being answered in twofold. Uh, I don't remember the scripture on that. We'll quiz the audience. Let's see if you guys remember. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> yeah, you should look that up. Check your tech. <laughs> okay, challenge to change. Hit me with it. All right. Did you realize that persistent prayer honors God? So I, I originally, no, I wouldn't have thought that in those words exactly. But now that it's been written like that, it makes so much sense. It's kind of like... If you're trying to learn a new skill set for the first time, and then you just you just stop because it's too hard or it's too challenging or it's too new or whatever the excuse is. But if you keep doing that, then you'll get better at it. And there you go. So, I mean, that could be anything. Yeah. It was a thought I hadn't thunk. But pers- <laughs> if, it, if you would already thought it, you already thunk it. <laughs> <laughs> just roll with it. Uh, no, I definitely think persistence is showing that your faith to God. It's showing your dedication to God, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In order to be persistent, you have to have those things. Plus, you're going to be communicating with him on the regular. Which is good for everybody. Yeah. Everybody wins when that happens, except for Zane. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I said it, and I meant it. 
Are oh. you ready for yours? <laughs> okay. What weak weapon has Satan tried to get you to fall for? Ooh. Not good enough to receive what I'm praying for. Oh, elaborate. Mm-hmm. I'm not good as I need to be to give. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, I shared a little bit of it's always been like a self-confidence thing. Either I haven't lived up to God's standards to receive such a big prayer request, Mm -hmm. or I'm not smart enough to pursue the goals that I want to achieve, or, um, you know, not the wife my husband deserves because he's Mm -hmm. way more awesomer than I am. (laughs) He carries the team. Uh, So things like that. Yeah. Man, imposter syndrome, that's a good one. Yeah, what about you? Mm, uh, I think the lie that Satan tries to put in my thoughts all the time is, it's not going to happen, and then plays on the negative quality of what I'm praying for. Like if I'm praying, like if I'm trying to overcome my control issue or my resentment issue, like, no, that's just who you are as a person. And then in my head, I'm like, uh-uh, growth mindset. Capture that thought. Nope. I can do better. So. Yeah. I like it. That's a good one. Like, I can't change. Or the person I'm praying for doesn't have the ability to change. Like, uh-uh, y'all. Philippians 4.13. So, take that. In your face. Combat it with truth. Yeah, it sounds like, why are you praying for this? You can't change the situation anyways. It's not going to change Yeah, you're not powerful. Well, yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to talk to the guy who is. (laughs) Do you see what I'm doing here? Yeah, I know. I can't fix it, (laughs) but he can. (laughs) Step back. Ugh. Okay, so that wraps up episode 135 of Gangster Prayer, chapters 9 through 10. Tune in next time. Yeah, for chapters 11 and 12. Bye! We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon We're a small team, creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.